good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders worldwide. Today's update is going to focus on an, a token that's not an underdog. It's been very well established. Primarily, that'll be the topic that I cover most extensively because it has gotten a lot of news. And I want to use it as an example of the motivations for tokens and how token traders work and everything else so that people are kind of aware of what's happening there. And then I want to go back and cover a token that I briefly overview covered previously, kind of cover it again, give a little bit of update on some things that are happening in the business and the industry of cryptocurrency at large that you may or may not have been aware of, but I want to make sure I talk about them because I think it's important. And then there's another one that's going to talk about uh, SHIB. It's back kind of in the limelight a little bit. So I want to do that some more and then i'll round this out with satama and this is mostly because we're getting close to christmas and i want to check in with you for the kind of the goings along with cytomask and the audit so let's jump right into this and start with this uh drama going on with shib i wasn't even aware of this this was brought to my attention after the fact and i'll just share brief thoughts about it and just to kind of caveat if i sound a little bit weird um i've got a little bit of a stinger um, on one side of my tongue. So if I, if that happens, it, it'll pass. But for right now, I want to make sure I get the update up quick. So something happened. Uh, apparently this happened either early this week or late last week or something. I don't know. I, you know, one of my early updates, I talked about this push for transactional burn and SHIB by and large has been at the forefront of transactional burn. I want to clarify what I mean by transactional burn. Transactional burn simply says that various transactions that people do, whether that's listening to music, whether that's, you know, writing a document in Adobe or something, there's something transactional the user is doing. And as a result of that action, they are in implementing a burn of a various token that's behind it. So SHIB has reached out to various tokens and projects that have agreed to implement a burn of the SHIB token to try to help the value. Because as I mentioned, SHIB's remaining inventory circulating is extensive and without significant amounts of burn, it will never be able to get past a certain point, a certain plateau. Now, this is very interesting because if we see that various people do implement these types of transactional burns, then it gives us a closer perspective as to price movement over time because SHIB is the one that has an egregious amount of inventory. The only reason it's priced is where it is now is because that idiot took the tokens and burned them, Vitalik. So now what's apparently happened is there were a number of people that were talking about, you know, if you listen to my stream and then you, for each stream, I'll burn this many tokens and all this garbage. And I was arguing with somebody on the Reddit that I didn't, I, I didn't buy it because it's like, dude, you probably make about $100,000 a year just on your stream, and you're telling me you can't just simply buy $1,000 worth of tokens and burn them yourself. Why can't you just do that and show good faith? Because guess what? I burned tokens. I actually did burn some tokens of my own. I took the, some of the tokens I had in stake. I did take some profit, but then I also burned some tokens. I set my mining machine and burned, you know, who knows how many tokens. I let it run for a while and then send it straight to the burn wallet. So I've done my part as far as trying to help this idea of the holders collectively burning. Because put it this way, 
it, let's say there's, I don't even know how many, but let's say there's 200,000 shipholders right now. If there's 200,000 shipholders and each and every one of them burnt a million tokens, like I want to just help you wrap your head around what I'm talking about here. As of right now, if you were to hold half a million ship tokens, it's going to be about 15 to 20 bucks. So that means that if you were to get to a million ship tokens, that's about 30 to $40, right? But the thing is, I'm looking at it as why can't you, each holder, burn, say, $20 worth of tokens. So let's say you get to about 500000 to a million, so 20 to $40 worth of tokens. Why can't you do it as a holder times the 200,000 holders? Because as a community, if we all want the darn thing to burn, why don't you come out of your own pocket, right, and, and do it? And nobody wants to do that. Yet you got this dude over here who apparently has a radio stream, and apparently every time you listen to the stream, he will allegedly burn, I think he said a thousand ship. Well, first of all, that's a pittance. And then people are like, you got a million subscribers. Do, do, do. Yeah, that's cool. But the problem is he has a hundred thousand dollars of profit. He's probably making just off of ad revenue alone. And that means he could burn a thousand dollars. It would have way more of an impact than a bunch of people listening to a stream of garbage music. Besides this, I want to see the holders put your money up. Once you do it, once you burn, just say, and this is why I like the disco burn, which is part of the DYOR eco. Why don't you guys, as a community, come together and each and every one of the community burns 20 to $40 worth of SHIB per month? Why can't you do that? Why? Because each and every one of them are greedy, and they don't want it to come out of their pocket. They want to get rich themselves, and they're not willing to do what's necessary to help do it. They want other people to do it. So I was, I'm having this argument and people aren't hearing me. To me, it's like a foreign concept, and they don't understand why I'm coming at it like this, and they don't understand why I'm so against it, and they're calling me a fudder and a hater and all this other garbage. Fast forward now to roughly last week. Apparently, there was a, and it was, it's a verified account, so I don't know anything about this service, but it's called Ask the Doctor, and it's a verified account on social media, and allegedly, this is a supposedly some sort of service that promotes other services for health and wellness. But it's over here advertising and promoting various cryptocurrency, which to me makes no damn sense because it has nothing to do with crypto. Like it's a, if you are around the medical profession legitimately, I don't expect your social media to be advertising anything about cryptocurrency whatsoever. But apparently this one has been doing so and it puts out what they call a crypto balance sheet. I don't know what the heck that means, but this list is essentially a top nine of the currencies that they recommend people invest in. And the list is predominantly list, lists people that are, or tokens that are already established. They are, they're like long haul. They're not going anywhere. You know, your Bitcoins, Ethereum, Solana, uh, DOT, which is Polkadot, ADA, which is Cardano, Right. Okay, no problem. But I see Floki in there. I'm like, come on, man. Really? Floki has been rug pulled twice, dude. It seems to be stable now, but the, here's the truth. It's been rug pulled twice, let's be honest. But apparently this account has promised the so-called SHIB army that it would do some sort of a burn of SHIB and was outed, and I didn't see the specifics of this, but allegedly was outed as having not burned any of the SHIB I don't know the specifics behind what the heck was going on, 
But then the price drops on SHIB. There was some sort of a tweet. It's no longer, I don't know if it's even available anymore. It might have been deleted. Yeah, it looks like it was deleted. There was some sort of a tweet that flew out where they were talking about a lawsuit against SHIB. And uh, his name's Shitoshi, and he's the kind of the face of the brand of SHIB. And he's been on Discord primarily. He tweets every now and then, but he's been on Discord primarily. He has a totally different persona, by the way, on Twitter versus Discord. On Twitter, he comes across as like your Zen, you know, monk up in the clouds, mountains, you know, totally peace at this. And then on Discord, he just goes straight ghetto. It was an interesting switch. Regardless, I don't know the, the genesis of this, but it was this tweet comes out saying about a lawsuit against Shitoshi and, a, and the SHIB project for libel. And libel, of course, is right, written lies, something that was written that was not true. And I'm not sure what that was. But they're talking about, we're going to expose who this person is. There was some defamation. I don't know what that's all about. There were fake reviews. So it seemed like they were accusing Shitoshi or possibly SHIB by way of the SHIB army of like tanking their business with fake reviews or something. But then I saw other people talking about something where they said, hey, you know, he promised to do burns and they're not doing burns and this and that and the other. And then there's some messaging on Reddit. This was a while ago who gave a warning about this company and don't do business with this company. And I'm telling this is a flag. I wouldn't recommend you do it just like I was doing where you don't want to, when somebody says, yeah, I'll do your burn, I'll do this. And then you start rah, rahing instead of due diligence. And nobody listened to that guy either. And so now it's the, apparently the ship army had embraced this as the doctor dude, totally in ignoring this other person who tried to, tried to say, hey, look, watch out for this company. Watch out for what's going on here because what seems to have been, this is a story, is that this company, this Ask the Doctor, is run by one person, has a big cash of cash, of cash C-A-C-H-E, of C-A-S-H. So they have all this money, and then they use this to pump, to basically do a pump and dump. So what they'll do is they'll take their money and they'll toss a bunch of it into various crypto projects. If you remember some episodes ago, I talked about a very secret, very dark, deep, hidden in the weeds, basically, I don't want to say conspiracy, but that's the best way, of some group that is designed to pump tokens for profit. Remember I mentioned this. Go back in my old episodes. I talked about this group that was pumping tokens. It, I'm almost certain that this guy is probably part of that group based on the tokens that were selected where they are contributing to this pump and dump scenario. And the reason that it stands out and the reason I called out the other guy and the fact he's not coming out of pocket to just simply buy a thousand tokens and burn them is because the, these that are coming out, these are already wealthy people, right? These influencers, and I'll get to that in a second. And this doctor who apparently is super wealthy and then tosses up his own money as a whale to pump it and then yanks profits out, right? This, once this all starts spreading around, then it comes to say, okay, because we saw this was a thing and because this doctor pretended like they were legitimate and we get to this point where now they're, they're doing this whole thing of, they ask the doctor talking about, you know, we'll, we'll give away a Tesla, a, a car, okay, to influence the movement of the Tesla stock, right? 
But also, there was a some steps, like a contest. Okay, take your shib, sell it, and buy Floki. And then show proof that you did it, and then we'll give you a Tesla if you do this. Well, now it gets kind of sketchy depending on what country you're in because what you're doing is you're influencing one token. You're, like, you're basically doing Rob Peter to pay Paul, and you're also supporting another project because it was clear that they were trying to support Floki at the expense of SHIB, which could have contributed to drops on the SHIB side if people bought into it in other countries where it's not illegal to have done this. So the, the trick here is that because in the United States at least, it's crypto is not regulated. So there's nothing wrong with what he did from a United States perspective because it was done under the context of there was no knowledge that told him that SHIB would, would or would not go up or would or would not tank. Nothing that told him about Floki up or down. They didn't give an amount. They didn't give anything. They just said, sell SHIB to buy this. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Actually, people do it all the time. People might sell their SHIB to buy Satama. People might sell their Satama to buy Floki. People might sell their Floki to buy Kishu's. People might sell their Kishu to buy SafeMoon. And it happens all the time. So because of the way that this was presented on social media, people took that as, hey, you're influencing SHIB to drop in price. Well, the timing of this seemed to correlate roughly around when SHIB started to slightly trend on the way back up. Now, I don't know why it got to the point of so much contention between the two. Like, why would they ask them to sell SHIB? Why? What What did this, what did this, how did this start? I don't have the full history on, you know, what the heck's going on. I don't know. Many of the tweets that got us to this point have been deleted. So I don't know if there was some, my theory, some investor in this whole ask the doctor, because it's like a network of them where they, because they saw significant losses because SHIB tanked and has not been able to get back up. Remember I mentioned last episode, I saw it would struggle to get past the next resistance. And because of the impact of that loss that some of these people are just basically sabotaging it. And I mentioned on a much earlier episode about enemies in the crypto community. And when you give them ammunition, they will gladly attack. And that's why you kind of have to keep it clean. So here I'm going to put together a timeline because I know it's a lot to digest, but I'm going to put together a timeline based on what I've seen of what I suspected has happened here. I suspect that at some point this asked the doctor who goes by the name allegedly, I don't have any evidence, by the name of Dr. Prakash. I suspect that this account became a SHIB whale investor at some point in the past, probably around, I'm going to guess, maybe October-ish, possibly a little bit after, right around the time that SHIB was starting to do a really steady uptrend, and they probably contributed a significant amount of money into that growth. This would have been before what happened with CoinMarketCap that trashed the value. I suspect that this account then went and was trying to heavily promote, 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 try to get more value, get more value, get more, get more. The coin market cap issue happens. The circulating inventory is adjusted. The value tanks. It goes right back down to where its previous all-time high was. And now people are upset. This We saw that on social media. I suspect that when we saw that it was not only not recovering but continuing to go down, that this person got upset and then decided to further sabotage it 
by selling out and telling others to sell out to basically call it a scam because of the inventory change, because they assumed that the inventory change on CoinMarketCap was just a glitch as opposed to we just corrected it and got it right. And they're pointing the finger at Shitoshi to say, you know, you basically misled us. And that's why I think the libel comes into play once we, once Shitoshi responded and said, okay, we're going to, we got you. We think you are a scammer and basically named him as a scammer without really doing so. And that's where the libel comes in and then trying to find out his true identity, which goes back to the whole conversation about uh, who Satoshi is in the court case very recently. Now, here's my, here's my reading on this. The SHIB process and the project, as I understand it, is still a, it's not a renounced contract. I might be wrong on that. But as I understand, it's still an owned project. And I don't know, I don't know what the, again, I don't know what got it to this point, but I suspect that the team that's doing this, whoever got pissed off, probably made a huge boo-boo, oops, and they started deleting because they realized, uh-oh, we probably got this wrong. I don't know. They just have gone silent since, and I haven't seen any additional tweets, and then, like I said, most of them are gone, long gone. There were talks of rug pulls. There were talks of all sorts of stuff, which seemed to be around the price drops. I don't know what that's about. And it looked like they were trying to just tank the deal. Now, I don't know where the whole fake reviews and all that stuff came from. All that's gone. It might be simply that when the this Ask the Doctor decided to get out of the token and was realized that, hey, we, we basically tried to pump and dump it, that people started to attack. And so then you got into this kind of warfare situation where one side is making claims against the other one and then took their money out of it. And then the other side just decided to attack them with phony reviews, which the fake reviews, there's nothing wrong with the fake reviews except they get deleted. But you can't, a lawsuit I don't think is practical. To me, it's one of those where two sides are just kind of angry at the other. And it might have just started with a lack of understanding. And it goes back to what I keep saying to you guys. Um, make sure you're not YOLOing into something, number one. Number two, recognize, as I've said on the Ego episode, Whales are make or break for a token. You don't want them, but you need them. And the, the problem is that whales have very specific assumptions about price movement. When they get pissed off, they can, they can dramatically hurt a token, but you can't stop them from doing it because you, you need them in order to sustain the value. I look at it as a positive, though, and here's why. If you can get the whales out of SHIB as much as possible then you can burn the excess inventory through transactional burns a little bit faster because those people are no longer holding tokens that hold back the price movement. Because when the tokens are still out there held by people, you can't burn them. So getting them out to where they can be burned, I think would be good. And I, if I were the SHIB team, I would look at it as an opportunity to introduce something that does more escalated burns to say, you know, because if you had something like this on a Satama side, it would completely trash the value but man the reflections would be nuts off the scale nuts for everybody else with ship you don't get that benefit so i look at it as a positive to the ship team that you should be able to take this leverage it to benefit your existing holders that believe in the project there's nothing you can do on individual investor actions they're going to do what they're going to do i think getting to this point of 
lawsuits and all this other stuff. I don't, I don't think that's the right answer. And, you know, ultimately this, this back and forth, I, it feels like middle school, frankly, it's like, come on, what the heck's going on here? Um, and there are some big players. There are some real big players involved in the ship side. So this as the doctor is one of those big players, but there are other big players who really believe in the project. They have a lot, a strong following behind them. There's a lot of lot behind the token success. And I don't think that this person's, you know, impact is going to really significantly harm the token long term. Remember, I said that I believe that it is bullish. Um, in the long, it's just going to take it a while to beat that bottom resistance. It's it's going to be a while before it's able to do so. But I don't think that this this nonsense is really serving anybody's deal. So I know that's a lot to digest. There was a lot of information going back and forth. I mostly ignored it because I try not to be on social media because I know how toxic it can be. But just suffice it to say that any of the price movements down are likely symptomatic of things like this, where there's this concept of whales that get pissed off and they take off. But just be assured that there are a lot, a lot of very big players, whale players in the ship system. And it's it's necessary. You have to have them. You can't do without whales. You can't go anti-whale. That's not going to work. You have to have them, but you also have to give them a reason not to sell. And in this case, you have to recognize they're going to sell if they want to sell. If they believe it's not worth it for them, then they're going to sell, and it is what it is. So if you see some significant price uptrend, as I expect, going into 2022, it may simply be because of the sellout of some of these whales and some of the transactional burns. Because like I said, any freed-up inventory is a good thing, and you want to make sure that that goes out. And that's a positive, not a negative the fact that it got to this nonsense is a negative, but the ability to go up is a positive because of freed up inventory. So you flush out the ones that are not long hauls and then kind of watch it over time. So that's SHIB in a nutshell. There's a lot going on with it. Um, I, I think it's childish behavior, but you know everybody's got their ego as I've covered and it is what it is. Now let me get to another token, which again is not an underdog. It's been around actually for, I'm gonna say like three years. And then I think it had a version two or something that happened, but it's been around for a long time. This tokens, you may have seen it on graphs. You might even hold some of it. It's it's call sign on the trade. It's called ass, truly ass, but it's supposed to be, if you tongue in cheek, refer to Australian Safe Shepherd. This token was founded by a registered nurse who renounced ownership, so she's not involved in it from a from that part of the process. But it's the, the reason I'm talking about this one today, it's been covered multiple times in the news for being a meme coin, and it's trending significantly downward uh, in recent times. So it's got a steady discount associated, but it has a large holder count. It has a very significant amount of tokens in supply. It's 10 quadrillion as of the total. And then it's got, you know, some of the usual, some of the older mechanics that used to be more common, you know, the, Reflection mechanics and lotteries and all that are still in play with it. And it's, it basically is proud to be a meme token. Now, there it hasn't really done anything of any significant note to justify why you should hold it, which is the part of the joke, right? But it has a liquidity mechanic. It has the reflection mechanic. 
and they've they've worked i would say primarily off the fact that it's a meme and you got a cool name that you can play off of and so it's it's very organic community organic it's one where you would only invest either as a joke or because you think it'll go somewhere i want to call something out though the current price of the this token has been trending downward it started to spike a little bit in Q3, but it's been trending downward and there's been some major sell-offs primarily because people have started to see there's just nothing to this. And then other projects have spiked up that have kind of taken the attention away. Doge has started to come right back where it was. It started to trend downward. And of course we had bear season and other factors, but as has now trended down after it was going up for a long time, the Interesting thing is that the person, this registered nurse who started the project has since, in terms of her promotion, pivoted away into a completely different token that has nothing to do with the main one and doesn't seem to, it's not that she's out of it because there have been times when she'll say, hey, I still, you know, sell me your ass if you don't want it. But it's clear that she's kind of moved on from an, an advertising perspective to this other token off to the side. But meanwhile, the as token still has this organic community behind it even though it has significant amounts of sale uh, activity going on and its price is at an all-time low from an all-time high and i'm covering it because it is probably one of the best examples i can think of of a strong community that you, you believe sadar much in the thing you don't want to abandon it even when it's not strong performing and you have a lot of people who hold it for the long term and just won't let it go and you still have people buying into it that are buying the dips on it and that still strongly believe in it this tokens a fully diluted market cap and market cap are almost at parity which means that its price can't go really much higher than where it is unless people sell now volume is actually up volume is actually going uh, trending upward but it's down from its peak when you look at the supply numbers it means that you have a bunch of people, uh, literally a bunch of people, who just will not let go of it. And they are holding on to the value to believe that it's going to indefinitely grow. And it's going to keep growing because at this point, there's not going to be any new tokens minted. And as people sell, that all that tax is going to get redistributed to everybody else. That means that this one is going to be, at some point in the future where doge was it's not going to get as far as price it's not going to get to that point i don't see that but i'm talking about an organic growth like over the next you know five to eight years and you hear that and you're like well then why would i do it i'm calling it out because in the fundamentals i don't see any reason that you should bother with this token i'm calling that as i see it but if you're looking for something that will just give you random reflections out of thin air and as people sell the token and as reflections get redistributed in the long term, you might very well be sitting on something that can make you some money if you sit on it in your wallet. It's on the Binance Smart Chain, so gas is not a big deal. It's easiest to buy it through the Binance wallets if you have those or you can get to the exchanges. And if you hold just a little bit of it because it's so cheap right now, it's got seven zeros in front of it, excuse me, eight zeros now you can buy a lot of it at a very low cost and then just sit on it and not worry about it. And because of the fact that pretty much everybody is holding 
at this point, you got 300 holders. You're going to see people who are selling it. And as they sell their pieces, that price is going to start dropping zeros. I just can't tell you it's going to happen immediately because I don't think it will. But since the original founder has essentially, not totally, but essentially abandoned it in the marketing and has kind of moved on to the other one, is it possible we see the same thing as a Doge? Where Doge was abandoned, it was truly abandoned, and then it drops to zeros over eight years and gets up to a point where people are made rich off an Elon tweet. I don't think Elon's going to tweet on this dude. But could it potentially get an organic you know, price shift where it's able to drop more zeros? Who knows? The inventory, though, concerns me in how the inventory is still there and the fact they didn't do an initial burn, which I thought would have helped. And I, I go back to the issue I have with the burning of tokens and why the community doesn't burn tokens. That's why I'm talking about this now, because you got that many holders. You guys are telling me you can't burn $20 of your bag in order to jump this, because if they were to do so, that price is going to jump. You're easily dropping four zeros. So if anybody who is holding this token, Australian Safe Shepherd, and you're serious about getting this to get some positive price movement, I'm telling you right now, based on the market cap numbers I see on the graphs and the behavior of the token recently, to me, the logical thing to do would be as a community to burn some of your bag in the interest of getting the token price up because depending on how many holders you have, in other words, how many unique wallets are out there that, that hold the token, which is available on the BSC chain, you could easily, I would be shocked if you didn't have, you know, because if you have 10, looks like 10 quadrillion total supply, and that 10 quadrillion is basically circulating, you've got some trillionaires out of there, and you take some of that and then you burn them, you should be able to drop some zeros pretty darn easy, dude. And it's like these guys are sitting on money and maybe they don't know it. And it intrigued me because I've never seen one that has that many zeros still yet to go. But the market cap numbers seem to indicate that it's not going to be able to go anywhere, which means that everybody's holding, which means that they control the power of making that guy go up in price. And the community themselves might be holding each other back because they're not thinking about burning that inventory. Let me give you a contrast so you understand what I'm talking about. Satama right now has 44 quadrillion total supply remaining. It started with 100 quadrillion. It has 44 quadrillion. So it has four times, I want to put numbers here, four times what the ass token has now. Satama, though, has a burn mechanic. Satama has always had a burn mechanic from day one. Satama's burn mechanic, regardless of that burn, and though it's automatic, does not have anywhere near the number of holders that Ass Token has as of right now. And Satama has one less zero than Ass Token and half the market cap in terms of the remaining way compared to the fully diluted, meaning that it still has significant volume availability to price for the price to move up so that it's as i'm looking at it it's like okay you guys on the australian safe circuit side you got a 20 million market cap and you're pretty much at capacity everybody that's holding you're not going to make very much more money satama has a nearly five billion dollar market cap 
with way more tokens, I want to stress that, but nearly 5 billion fully diluted market cap and only 2 billion in actual market cap, which leaves nearly 3 billion in potential price growth. That's a significant number of zeros that Satama can still drop. And that's not counting for the burn. <laughs> I hope you're resonating what I'm resonating, that it's like you guys on the Australian side, and I'll share it out, man. If you guys are still holders, and look, if you got if you want the smoke and you want to test what I'm saying, you'd have to get your whales on board. If you're that strong of a community that you seem to be, I think you're sitting on gold. This is my opinion. I think that you have millionaires who are not being allowed to be made. And I think if you guys were brave enough to come together and collectively burn a portion of your stake, because you got freaking 300,000 holders over there. Are you guys able to burn? Just think of this. Are you guys able to burn as a team, each and every one of you, are you able to burn $100 worth of your token? There's no reason that your freaking price should be where it is. You should be four zeros down by now. Easy. But if you're all just holding, which goes back to my don't hold, 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 and think about the price movement and why we need transactions and why it doesn't make sense to just hold and people should take profits, Think about it. I This is my theory. I believe you guys are sitting on gold. I believe you guys could be getting rich, but you're going to have to come out of pocket. It's not going to happen for you, especially since it's renounced. Now, if you contradict what I think and you think I'm nuts, I want the smoke. Feel free to contact me. My contact information is out on. We're on Twitter. Um, and CryptoTalkRadio.net is our website address that goes to our form, and you can fill that out as well. But... You know, reach out. If you think we're wrong, if we you think we got it wrong, we want the smoke. What I'm asking you guys to explain to me is how it is that you guys with 44 quadrillion, excuse me, 10 quadrillion on your remaining are not able to do anywhere close to what Satama can do with 44 quadrillion and Satama started with 100 quadrillion. The only difference I can see is the burn mechanic. And Satama's has the same reflections, and I think their percentage is a little lower, but the burn mechanic is really the differentiator here. Tell me why it doesn't make sense that if each and every one of you as a community were to contribute to a burn, a collective burn, that you might be able to make some millionaires pretty much in by the mid-2022. Help me understand what it is I'm missing about your project. I applaud you for being so loyal to it, but it feels like you leave money on the table, and that's a sad thing if that's true. So that's my today update. Hopefully that's been beneficial. I will probably not be doing an update tomorrow. One, because there won't be too much to talk about. But two, I want to make sure that I give a break to those who do celebrate Christmas out there. And if I don't, I'll think about it. If I don't uh, do a coverage, then I want to make sure you um, spend time with your family, even if it's not a holiday you celebrate normally. Do spend time with your family. I think it's important. Other than that, um, feel free to share and subscribe. That helps. We're on every major platform. Our website, again, is CryptoTalkRadio.net for all of the various platforms we do support. And then, obviously, have yourself a merry little Christmas.